world where medical doctors cover up your symptoms with drugs. You need a better way. Look no further. You found it. The Freedom From Pharmacy Podcast. The Freedom From Pharmacy Podcast is for information purposes only and should not be considered as medical advice. Always consult a physician when trying to get off a prescription medication. Welcome to the Freedom From Pharmacy Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Showalter. I am certified in holistic nutrition. I am not a doctor, and these claims have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration to prevent, cure, or treat any disease. Today we're going to talk about diets. What's a good diet? What's a bad diet? It can be really confusing in trying to look online about what's a good diet because there's a lot of fad diets going around. Recently there's a diet called the blood type diet, which is a new fad, which says that you need to eat right for your blood type. But if you think about it, does any animal care about what blood type that it's eating for? I mean, as a parent, are you going to make a dish for your one child and a different dish for your other child? How did we survive for thousands of years by not knowing what our blood types were? I mean, this is just a fad diet. Now, there's other diets that are really popular, such as vegans. And this is probably one of the worst diets, apart from like a junk food diet. I mean, it is better than that. But a vegan diet is really unhealthy because you cannot get all of the nutrients that you need only from plants. Now, just for example, you cannot get vitamin A from plants. Now, people will say, oh, there's this many milligrams of vitamin A in this plant. No, what they're talking about is beta carotene. And beta carotene might be able to be converted in the body into vitamin A. Doesn't mean it's going to. And and if you're not completely healthy, the chances are you're not going to be able to convert beta carotene into vitamin A. You're also missing out on amino acids and you're probably consuming out of proportion number of omega-3s versus omega-6s. And you're definitely missing out on fat-soluble vitamins like vitamin A and vitamin D and vitamin K. And vitamin K is specifically important for putting minerals into your bones. Just to show how unhealthy the vegan diet is, Steve Jobs died at age 56 from cancer, and he was a strict vegan. Now, don't you think he had enough money to spend on the best medical care possible? And why did he die so young? Partially because he was not getting all the nutrients he needed. Other part was he was probably stir-frying his vegetables, which oils is incredibly carcinogenic, which is also another fad that people think that uh, cooking with oils is healthier than cooking in butter and lard, which is completely false, and backwards. Vegetarian diet's a little bit better than a vegan diet because it does allow for some animal products like milk and eggs, just not animals themselves. But you're still not getting everything that you need. The GAPS diet's a pretty good diet. It was designed specifically to help people with uh, seizure disorders, and it is very successful doing that because th- we understand that seizure disorders are related back to the gut bacteria and gut health. So when you help the digestive system get back healthy, then seizures go away. The paleo diet's getting you a little bit closer to a healthy diet, but there's still some things missing. I mean, basically the paleo diet has you eating whole foods and it just cuts out the grains. So that's that's pretty good, uh, but if you do your grains right, grains aren't a problem, and we'll talk about that later. 
And then there's the ketogenic diet. Now the ketogenic diet is actually a pretty good diet. It's a high fat, moderate protein, low carbohydrate diet. We're talking about like 80% of your calories coming from fats with less than 4% of that, 80% coming from fats from grains and legumes. And then the moderate protein, maybe 19% protein and then 1% carbohydrate. Now this was one of the diets that Weston A. Price found when he went traveling around the world trying to find traditional cultures that were primitive, that were isolated from other cultures that he found were healthy. Now just giving a background, Weston A. Price was a dentist and in the 1930s and perplexed by the amount of cavities and bad teeth that he found, he had heard of these cultures that had healthy teeth. So he wanted to go and find these cultures and see what they were doing to have healthy teeth. One of the places Weston A. Price went to was an isolated village in Switzerland. And they lived off of dairy products and a rye bread. And they were a healthy culture. He found less than 1% cavities in the teeth that he found. So basically they were raising goats on the glacier and in the pastures on the in the valley hills. And then they had a short season where they could grow some rye, and they made a rye bread. But what they did with the rye was they first soaked the grains and then uh, fermented them for a couple weeks afterwards. They made them, in a, made them like a donut, and they hung them up so they could ferment. So that's one of the ways that you can do grains, because when you soak grains, you start the breakdown process, which takes care of the anti-nutrients in the grains like the phytates which bind up minerals. Other places he went to was Inuit Eskimos in Alaska. These Eskimos were eating 80% of their diet coming from fats. Now if you told your medical doctor that you were going to eat 80% animal fats they'd have a heart attack just thinking about that it would give you a heart attack which is completely false. It does not give you a heart attack. The Eskimos had no heart disease. They did not have any problems with the cholesterol which ran from 350 to 500. Absolutely no problems with that. They were healthy. They had naturally straight teeth. No cavities. This was a healthy culture. Completely opposite of what mainstream medicine says today. Now if you think about it, <laughs> Mainstream medicine's been in control for the last hundred years, and look how healthy we've been. I mean, the U.S. is the sickest nation in the world. Spend more on health care than the world combined. So, obviously, we're not going to follow the advice of medical doctors because they've obviously gotten it wrong. So, let's look back to these ancient cultures who got it right. Okay, so these guys had were eating 80% animal fats. And whale meat and seal meat and... Uh, and the fat, seal fat and whale blubber. These are the things that they ate. The Eskimos ate very few plants. So it is possible to have a healthy diet and not eat vegetables. Another healthy culture that he found was in Africa and they didn't eat animals but they did eat insects. So if you want to go vegetarian and you don't want to eat meat, okay well you can still do it but uh, you have to eat insects instead. Another healthy diet was Native Americans. The Native American warriors drank a gallon of milk a day interesting about that. See, milk is pretty much a complete food, specifically raw milk. Raw milk is important. Pasteurized milk denatures the proteins and turns it into something your body does not recognize. It kills the enzymes that help digest milk, which when those enzymes are gone, you end up getting lactose intolerant. Thank you for making it illegal to sell raw milk. 
more people get sick from pasteurized milk than they do from raw milk. So what are the characteristics of a traditional diet, a Weston A. Price diet? These are some principles. The diets of healthy, non-industrialized people contain no refined or denatured foods or ingredients such as refined sugar, high fructose corn syrup, white flour, canned foods, pasteurized, homogenized, skim milk or low-fat milk, refined or hydrogenated vegetable oils, protein powders, synthetic vitamins, or toxic additives and artificial colorings. All traditional cultures consume some sort of animal food such as fish and shellfish, land and waterfowl, land and sea mammals, eggs, milk and milk products, reptiles and insects. The whole animal is consumed, muscle meat, organs, bones and fat, with the organ meats and fats preferred. The diets of healthy non-industrialized peoples contain at least four times the minerals and water-soluble vitamins and ten times the fat-soluble vitamins found in animal fats like vitamin A, vitamin D, and vitamin K. Then the average American diet. All traditional cultures cook some of their food but all consumed a portion of their animal foods raw. Primitive and traditional diets have a high content of food enzymes and beneficial bacteria from lacto-fermented vegetables, fruits, beverages, dairy products, meats, and condiments. Seeds, grains, and nuts are soaked, sprouted, fermented, or naturally leavened to neutralize naturally occurring antinutrients, enzyme inhibitors, tannins, and phytic acid. Total fat content of a traditional diet varied from 30% to 80% of calories, but only 4% of the calories came from polyunsaturated oils naturally occurring in grains, legumes, nuts, fish, animal fats, and vegetables. Most of the fat calories came from saturated fats and monounsaturated fatty acids. Traditional diets contain nearly equal amounts of omega-6 and omega-3 essential fatty acids. All traditional diets contain some salt. Now that's another myth that the medical doctors told you about. You gotta restrict your salt, it's unhealthy. Yeah, well okay, a traditional diet would eat one and a half teaspoons of salt per day. And they were healthy. And didn't get all of the diseases that we had today. Salt is important for making stomach acid which breaks down the nutrients so that you can absorb them. All traditional cultures made use of animal bones, usually in the form of a gelatin-rich bone broth. Make your own bone broth. This uh, podcast is getting published on Thanksgiving Day, so save your turkey bones and make bone broth out of it. You can watch a billion YouTube videos about how to make bone broth. It's pretty simple, pretty simple, and it's really helpful for your joints. Traditional cultures make provisions for the health of future generations by providing nutrient-rich animal foods for parents-to-be, pregnant women, and growing children by the proper spacing of children, teaching the principles of a right diet to the young. So those are the 11 principles of a Weston A. Price diet. Now you can learn a lot about the Weston A. Price diet by going to YouTube and typing in Sally Fallon. She has a lot of talks about the Weston A. Price diet and she does a really good job of presenting it a lot better than I can for practicality of busy people what does this mean well something that you want to avoid is make this easy is just avoid all oils in a bottle such as mayonnaise salad dressing cooking oils margarine things like that also 
Meats are fine in the Western A Prize diet. All the traditional cultures had them, but meats today have nitrates and nitrites added to them for preservative. So make sure your meats don't have those in them. Consume raw dairy products. Very good. Eat as much butter as you want. Do not worry about butter. You could eat a stick of butter a day and you'd be fine. One last point that I want to mention. Going back to the diets of the traditional cultures that had four times the mineral content in their food, four times the water-soluble vitamins, and ten times the fat-soluble vitamins. On this note, the reason why the mineral content is not in our food anymore is because traditional cultures took the ashes from their wood fires that they used to cook their food and put it in their gardens where they were growing their vegetables, and then they got their minerals that way. People today aren't doing that since they have natural gas and electricity. So that's one way that we're not getting the minerals that we used to. Also, if you don't feel like eating liver and other organ meats to get your vitamin A and vitamin D, the simple way to get all of the nutrients that you need to be healthy is to get a Healthy Body Start Pack from Longevity. Look at the nutrients that are on there and compare that to other products. And I think you'll be amazed at the price comparison of what you're actually getting. So this is Brian Showalter signing out. We'll see you next time. To see the products mentioned in this show, head over to freedomfrompharmacy.com and look at this episode's show notes. And you can see all of the longevity products by clicking on the store tab. The Freedom From Pharmacy podcast is owned by Easy Way LLC and is under Ohio Revised Code 4759.10i.